Welcome to the next and you know almost weekly episode of Twenty Good Minutes. It's Elon. Uh, it's Ben. This Ben is the picture of the modern healthy man right now. Oh, no, not for at least a decade. Uh, no, suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> viewers, we did the classic. I did the classic thing of saying this will be weekly now, and then I've been as ill as I've been for at least five years uh, over the course of the last two weeks. So, sorry about that, everyone, but we're back this week. I'm persevering. Um, I'll try not to mention it every 10 minutes, but I'm not very well. But I thought, do you know what? I couldn't speak last week, and this week I can actually speak. So, I thought I'd treat Zealand to my dulcet tones. How are you, Mr. Shannon? I missed your dulcet tones. I'm doing, Thanks, I'm doing well. I've been cancelled, Benjamin, on the internet. Oh, but... I've seen it. I've seen it, yeah. yeah. How, but... are you, how are you coping with it? Because we've just had a little chat for about half an hour, and... I would I would say you're on edge. I what on edge is <laughs> is probably 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 too much. I I'm confused I think more than anything. I had no idea how many people had been emotionally harmed by the word subscription service. I didn't mean mm. to aggravate that wound. But apparently yeah. you uh for those that don't know I tried to come up with a way. I don't like yearly sports games. I think they're scummy. I think it forces uh, I think it forces companies to to push out new games, and it's hard to avoid producing a game that's essentially a reskin and roster update sometimes. And so I was trying to come up with a better way to do it, and so I just came up with this, you know, this kind of subscription model where you buy in for 20 bucks, and over three years you, you pay you know, $3 a month, and then you get updates as they're, as they're produced just to catch you up in case you didn't watch the video which in your case congratulations you dodged a shady corner of the internet apparently the, <laughs> go watch the, it everybody go yeah. watch it Whoever says but, the best content you'll see this week ah uh, yeah uh, i'm trying not the, not so hard to so be much, funny the comments. yeah but yeah. the but but you said you knew what the reaction was going to be and this fascinates me because i obviously had no idea what i was <laughs> what i was start i i thought this was like any other video i'd ever made where i'm like just trying to make the game better but then the whole thing it just exploded and i don't know if you heard but i'm a shill for corporate america now at last outed finally finally um, yeah this is a bad point to say that this podcast will be will be 12.99 from now on monthly uh, regardless of whether you upload one or not. So if you have enjoyed it up to now, I've got bad news. Uh, no, I think this is the difference, uh, Mr. Shannon, between me and you is that I've, I've done this for six years and you're you're still fresh. You're still, you're the innocence of youth. And whereas I'm sort of battle hardened at this point. Um, basically, uh, the, the reason I knew people would react like this, I should clarify for everybody really, for those that, that aren't massively into the football manager scene, that the new game, uh, has just come out football manager 2022 there's a lot more interest interest is is hyped up at this point so uh reaction to financial change within the video game that we've all just played and purchased uh can be a little bit vicious i'll say or not vicious let's say passionate passionate's more fair i think uh and, and z suggested 
that rather as it's, it's sort of clarified rather than paying a monthly fee you pay a sixth monthly fee or or a monthly fee or whatever it would be rather than having to pay a, a set fee every single year uh, and people didn't like that it's fair to say well i, I say people didn't like it you know 60 percent were fine with it 75 right? you're selling me short 75 uh, percent but 25% thought, you are trying to ruin my life, which, again, was a little bit extreme, I thought. Um, but let's talk about it, because a lot of people that listen to this will be Football Manager fans. They'll probably want to hear a little bit more depth, and, and maybe your, your response a little bit, because you, you do a lot of videos, and they're extremely well-received. So for you, this is a bit different. Oh, yeah, it's completely, it's completely unusual. What would... would <laughs> is, that, is that like a uppity thing to say? Oh, normally every, everybody loves everything I have to say, but it's, no, it's honestly fine. how hard it is. It's pretty hard to find controversy in in football manager. This kind of level of controversy when you're just playing a management game, which is why I think I was so surprised at just how offended people were it's that not, I'd had this see, idea. Let me give you an, an accolade, right? I don't know this to be 100% certain. So if I'm wrong, then I apologize. You might have the most disliked video in Football Manager history. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's got... For the first, they're curious on that number. Don't go and do it, because it literally is a waste of everybody's time. Uh, it's about 800 dislikes, but still 2,500 likes, which is loads. So so as, as we say, percentage-wise, you're fine. Um, but yeah, so it has caused a bit of a ruckus. I will how say, are you, how are you coping? Are you are you all right? Is what I'm worried about. I, mental health's a real thing. Oh yeah, like broad scope mental health. I am okay. I, I think that in the small in the creator mental health part, where like you you have your creator brain going on and you're trying to figure out the best way to to do everything to make videos that people want to watch those sorts of things. I was just I I don't think I've ever been more wrong about how a video is going to be received and yeah, that, that's you, weird that because is... normally you can anticipate you go well this one might in this one might be a little edgy or i'm making a tactic video and i'm assuming somebody's going to say that this tactic doesn't work so i have to make sure that i i counter that in the video and say well this is these are the disclaimers or whatever but this i just didn't see this coming at all it was like putting a blindfold on and walking into a brick wall yeah, I, I think what you've done, you've gone, I'm going to start a topic of conversation here that no one's having, or like not having on a, on a broad scale. And obviously when you make a video about it, that tends to happen. And everyone else has gone, stop trying to change my life. <laughs> which Yeah, basically. Which is, which is not what you're expecting. So I think people, again, it's it's a passion for the way in which they, they buy the game. I think everything you said can be rationalized and explained deeper and people would, would turn around and go, oh yeah, if you mean it like that, then yeah, that might be better. I think like, you could have made the you could have made the video in now along, do you know what I mean? But that's not an entertaining YouTube video and people wouldn't have cared nearly as much as they have done. So you do have to condense all of your thoughts into a shorter period of time. And ultimately people have seen it as, you want me to pay more, which is not what you mean. <laughs> and <laughs> it's and that's not, the problem. Yeah, it's not, it wasn't the point. It wasn't the, uh, no, I put. I mean, I put together. I was like, okay, this is how we can make it cost the same amount of money. And I got out a Google calculator and just kind of like hammered it out on the Google calculator. Like, see, now it costs the same amount of money, and we get all the updates as they're made instead of having to wait for the new year game cycle. And we keep yeah. you know keep them from hoarding the features. 
but then you know people assigned uh whether it was from world of warcraft or whether it was from cyberpunk or any other subscription live service game they assigned their fears from those different live service games to an idea that i'd had which was totally different which was you own the game and you pay for the updates and you don't have to be connected to the internet and if you just want to get the updates through steam you just have to be you have to pay yeah. like for the update you have to pay for the updates uh but I, they they assigned their fears uh from those other games and those disaster classes to to what i was trying to do uh and uh it's it's snowballed the the one thing i would say is that the games in which this is really successful are the games in which like the meta is easy, easily moved around so for those that aren't familiar with the meta it's sort of the way in which the game is played and the way in which people are successful with the game and the most powerful uses of the game so in, in games where you shoot people the power of guns could change or the cost of guns when you have to purchase them could change if for manager having a subscription model is a little bit more tactile because the all you would be paying for are the is the data up yearly which would the, the data update that would have to be yearly still and then the occasional feature drop that would do something to impact your game of course when you're playing a long-term thing like you and me have just done it last year right playing a save for 20 how long was your uh, oriental dragon save I actually, since I was moving around so much, it was like 14 or 15 years. Okay, so would you have an issue with that save where if they kept putting updates in, you would never do a long-term save because to, to implement those updates, you would have to start a new save. Like if, 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 they're game changing start, if they're changing the game enough, then ordinarily you would probably have to start something new, which is why yearly you get a bloody long time to play the game before then everything restarts and refreshes and then you get to go again on something new but that would be that would be one of their counter arguments i suspect because this will be something they've talked about and somebody i mean if it's, if it's si making the counter arguments then yeah but i also think that if if the game wasn't released every year i think i'd keep playing the same save right, i played fm14 for three years i mean i have no problem with blowing through feature updates essentially i obviously buy all the games now because i'm <laughs> make videos about them and, and play them on yeah. stream and stuff and for thousands and thousands of hours but before i would not buy i just wouldn't buy the game every year and so it's interesting to to think about what i'd be doing if i wasn't making videos would i be buying the game every year my answer is probably not based off the fact that i don't buy any other sports game you know every year i haven't bought a madden in four or five years i bought fifa 21 because i wanted to make a video with it the one i owned before that was fifa 16 i mean like i don't buy games every year yearly sports games because i just know that it's going to be basically the same stuff with with a few changes now football manager does better than most when it comes to that sort of thing but i would keep yeah. i would probably i had the inverse concern i had like literally the opposite concern that if the game comes out and then it's like a three-year cycle of we get a lot of the small feature updates if you're if you're paying along the way but you have the game for three years the i would just do a, like one save for three years i would just power through that i would take all the updates that are save compatible and obviously appreciate them but all the ones that weren't i would just not use okay but yeah you say that but if it was like a huge thing that everyone else was starting a new save for you'd be in that catch 22 of like i know it's great but i've got this thing going on everyone wants me to do it i guess and especially as a creator right people want to see the new stuff which is part of the problem well i'm, I'm curious though because this video doesn't come from nowhere right so, so do you feel like and we can talk about this as creators i feel like do you feel like the game hasn't improved enough this year 
And that's why you're saying, well, maybe we should change the model then. I feel like a yearly sports game engenders a lack of trust between the people that receive and buy and play the game and the people that make the game. I think it, it because we're we're the go-between, essentially. We're the people that are interacting uh, writ large with just the, the populace, I would say. And then there are, and then there's the actual game studio and we're somehow not just f like fans and players of the game, but we're also not the game studio. And a lot, what a lot of people always, you know, is it just a reskin? Is it because they, because yearly sports games don't come out because the game is ready to come out. They come out because they have to come out. And so there, there's this mental thing where you're like, okay, well, is this one worth it? Right? Like, like, is there a big enough improvement? I mean, how many times do you have to answer that question on a yearly sports game? Uh, and where if there was a different way of doing the game, a different way that allowed the anytime the features were done for them to just come out, you could update the rosters at, at these points because that's when somebody's filing their the, like their scouting reports with the attributes in the whole system. Like like it would make it a more trustworthy system, which obviously is apparently the opposite point to what I what I made. So. So I'm so again I'm curious to why to why you made the video. Is is it that you feel you're so you talk about this relationship between the developers, us, and then creators, and then, oh sorry, and then people just playing it generally, like the people probably listening to this ordinarily. Do you feel like you find yourself having to justify decisions you're not making, and that's frustrated you in the last two weeks? Not, not like, justify or not. Uh, it's not justify or not. It, it's just it, it, there is a an anxiety amongst people that play the game and not everybody you know a lot of people don't care one way or another they're either going to buy the game or they don't but there's a lot yeah. of anxiety amongst people that play the game about is this one worth it is the because i know this one you know it had to come out but did they make enough changes right did they did they let loose enough features for this to be worth it did they make good enough improvements did they have a good year but it's and this was just, I was trying to work on an idea and hammer out an idea where that could all be relieved and yearly, yearly sports game anxiety would be a thing of the past. And it would be a reactive kind of all year long. Cause after February or March, SI disappears, right? And there's the last six months of playing the game where there 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 are no meaningful updates at all there are no you know even if there if a bug pops up in the last couple months they won't even fix it because they're so worried uh, they're, they're so fixated on the next game right and and i think when you live in a modern th this is another thing that drove me to make the video i'm like this is a really outdated way of making games right you do use you, you you do yearly releases when you're putting games in walmart and you're like putting them in the computer stores and people would go and buy the boxes because you're buying the new game that year but now i mean everything is virtual if you want to update the game non-stop all the time you can right like you can you can provide those updates because it's all virtual and so I think that sports games are really outdated, but I, maybe maybe this was an instance of um, I don't know if you've seen. I think it's Back to the Future or something when he's he's on the stage and he's playing like some rock and roll for kids in the '60s, and uh, they just start looking up at him, and he's just like, you know, you might you might not like this, but I think your kids are gonna love it because I think eventually <laughs> video I think yeah. eventually video games are gonna go to some version of this because yearly game releases for sports games 
it's just a really outdated way to do it when you look at video games like you know obviously the different types of games but like fortnite and apex legends or you look at something like a grand theft auto or a skyrim that they just kind of update the same game or you look at paradox games that do all the different dlc releases but there i, I was talking about this i think on stream there are so few games that even try and release every year outside of the sports world and those games are like call of duty which people just perpetually yeah. dislike right and, and also don't make a lot of changes and so i think the way of the world is changing when it comes to gaming and eventually sports games are going to have to do something about it but you i there are probably a million better ideas out there than the one that i had and came up with sitting at my computer in my boxers but I, at least i gave it a try <laughs> that's an, well that's an image for us all uh, <laughs> I, I think i think i think you're, i think the, the big issue is that all these other games don't have right the G, like, and you're, you're bang on like things like apex and fortnite and gta do have that model and they're right to have that model again largely based in online gameplay so it makes it easier in a sense to change it more frequently because players kind of want that at that point with fm you are kind of working your release around a real life roster change and that is the issue that they continually have is how can they manage that along because that sort of created their model for them and that and that goes for all sports games right all sports games work on this yearly cycle model uh, where rather than having football manager two and then football manager two lasts for five years with updates thrown like like gta for example gta 5 has had updates for the last eight years or something but it's you still played the paid that base price for it and then you just update your gate update your game as you go along but it's not like they've had gta year on year on year on year gta 2022 like isn't a thing so i guess that's that's the model they could maybe work towards or do you just have i guess your idea would be you have football manager the game and then it just continually updates as as you play along i guess there's 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 all sorts of conversations we're not having right about the financial impact on the company would they would would they make more money less money would they have to incorporate different elements of the game to make it more profitable uh, profitable i think that's something that people are afraid of in that if you if you open the door to this element of paid subscription then what's to stop them then saying well you can pay for this and you can pay for this and you can pay for this because that is arguably where these games went right they went from having season passes to having skin packs to buying different types of guns and and people have this i'm going to call it irrational actually this irrational fear that football manager would one day become pay to win like if anyone's played a football manager if you want pay to win you be psg like which you've done to be fair uh, but yeah that's that's kind of how you do it right <laughs> like, the, the, there's not a way to cheat the game in that fashion so people shouldn't or or can't justifiably be worried about it in my opinion but i, I think the conversation around the changing model it must be something they've talked about right surely I, well, I'm absolutely sure they've talked about it, but I, it, people are also just inherently afraid of of change in those sorts of situations. Like they're just inherently afraid of change, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm not. Look, I I was just digging my heels in and trying to figure out a way to get away from yearly sports games while also just making the game better. Uh, and I have learned my lesson. I've been hit back into my box. I will make tutorials about how to no, play the no, different parts see, of the game. No, no, this is the problem because all we got in the first few weeks of the release, not all we got, but from some quarters, is we don't criticize FM or the game enough. We don't we don't say what we really think, which 
people as long as, like, until you criticize it that's not what you really think it's like if you're being positive any in any way yeah. they must be paying you whereas I've, i speak for pretty much every creator that, that i know that's worked with fm i've never been paid a penny by fm to do anything i'm pretty sure that goes for everybody else mm -hmm. that you know within like this the, the tradition of course they do like ad spots with certain creators to try and imp increase sales and stuff but we, we don't necessarily fall into that category at the moment and as a result what we say about the game is how we feel about it and i i think i think a lot of this boils down to, and it's a conversation i've had with people and i'm curious to have it with you is i think this boils down to expectation a lot of the time and what people are expecting from a yearly release and what they're getting from a yearly release because people want us to be the people this is part of the problem right you're now saying i'm only going to do sort of videos don't put your, put your dig your heels in but actually we should we arguably are put in this weird position where we are the voice of the community whether people like it or not because we have that the quote-unquote influence where other, other quarters don't so what expectation wise and i'm gonna i'm gonna try and boil it down to the way i think about it i'm curious to see if you agree or disagree i'm expecting a 10 percent improvement on every single football manager like That's as it hard comes to quantify, out quantify though well, no, well I'll quantify it by saying that you're, you're right, it is hard to quantify, but I'll quantify it in saying that I don't think this year we got 10%. I think we got like 7% in terms of changes that will impact how people play and usability and enjoyment levels and how much I think they'll increase. Now, I could be wrong because we're two weeks in and we're not even at full release yet. We're still at the beta stage, but I don't think we saw enough improvement this year to, to what you're talking about, justify a yearly release. In previous years, I would, I would argue that we've had more than that. We've had a 15%, 20%. And again, this figure is, is arguably arbitrary. But do you think that's where this conversation, this video comes from, is your expectation of what they're producing and if it's meeting that expectation? Yeah, it just it comes down to whether people think that they're getting a good product every year. Yeah, that, that's, money, that's it. right? So. That people are just trying to figure out if they're getting a good product or not. And I, I a lot of our job is to go... Uh, whether people like it or not we're the people we're the ones that sit there and go it's good or it's not and then a lot of people will react based off that a lot and so yeah. there is a lot of pressure to make sure that you go well you know you gotta make sure the game is actually good and so on and so forth but i have gotta I've got i mean i've got to try and figure out a, a better way for for it to all happen because i just i i don't want to say i'm tired of dealing with the question of like well is this you know, is this game worth it do you think football manager 22 is worth it everybody asks it like i've never been asked that question before but like would you recommend the game over you know any other uh yeah is this a bigger improvement than x or y since championship manager is the, the biggest like all those different versions of the question they all drive me up a wall eventually because I'm just like, well, you know, we should just, I just feel like there's a better way to do it. Do I know exactly what that better way is now? So my, my default answer often is, well, are you going to play it? If you've got a hundred hours in FM 21 and you're debating on whether getting 22, well, probably not then. Like you're probably not getting value. Like you probably, at that point, you are still getting value for money, but you're not getting enough value for money. If you have a thousand hours in every football manager and you're questioning whether to buy the new one, you're out of your mind. Like you're going to get immense value for money. There aren't many games that require the level of detail and input from you that you will get better value for money for in the world than football manager. That's one, that's one thing it has going for it is that if you buy it, you are kind of to get any sort of joy from it, you have to play it. So 
there isn't this there, there isn't this short-term endorphin hit that you can play it for 20 minutes win one game and then think oh, i've achieved something it's not fifa basically so it comes down to it's 30 quid 40 quid 50 dollars whatever is it 50 dollars this year dollar wise because it's changed because uh of i is, i you know, with my discount code it's like 39 <laughs> i'm just saying are we, are we allowed to mention Discord? No, we'll leave it. We'll no, leave it. No, uh, just, I knew that one. was going to... Yeah, oh, Lelujo can tweet mine out too. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, anytime I do any content with them, I always just like to drop Code Benji in there at any point. Uh, just, just to watch his little face crumble. Um, but no, I think we're, we're at a point now where if you've got the money to spend on it and you're going to enjoy it, great. If you want to miss out a year... Because yeah, that is that is the argument I saw some people make and they're kind of right that they are on a subscription model already if you just skip a year and they choose not to have it like change massively you yeah. can download a data update if you really want to you can carry on playing a game from years ago and then decide do you know what i'm now getting two years worth of improvement three years worth of improvement i guess i'm gonna buy it but i, I, I don't know for, for us it's it's a difficult question for you and me which is probably why it frustrates you because it's always value value for money for you like every single time yeah, you're not, course, you're not necessarily in the best place to answer the question that's the problem but it, I, I, my general rule of thumb is one hour per dollar spent, which mean, you know, which means football manager is kind of always worth it to everybody that seems oh, yeah. to play it. Because how could you only play football manager for like sixty hours? I don't know, but it is a it, it, it's a cycle that I think just creates a, a lack of trust. And there's probably a way to create a cycle that doesn't create a lack of trust. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Because I feel like I feel I'm not 100 percent understanding what you mean, so I suspect other people will feel like they don't get it either. Oh, fair what do you mean by lack uh, of trust? The, the lack of trust is where you you're looking at it and you go, "Well, are you putting out a game because you had to, or are you putting out a game because it's ready to okay. be put out?" That, okay. that that that's the question. Since I was five years old buying Madden, the, like is, is this game actually an improvement? And when you ever, anytime you're asking, is this game actually an improvement? That means you're looking at the company that made it and going, what you've done, what, what have you done this time? Is this, and, and for me, it was this a child that used to be EA, which probably led to severe trust issues and, you know, other things, right? Because EA is yeah. the dominant sports game maker in the United States for a, a lot of the different sports games that we'll play, like, MLB the show and those sorts of things and you'd look at them every year and you'd go well is this a significant improvement and quite often it wasn't football manager improves more year over year than a lot of those games ever did but it, it was it's definitely a system that I just don't like because of that because you're looking at it going are you trying to pull one over on me or is this worth it it was interesting there because you changed what you said halfway through you said because you, you started by saying improvement and then you changed to significant improvement Right, and that that is the nuance in the conversation. Is that are you paying for a significant improvement? Right, over because I think everyone would agree, and you would agree, and I've played for twenty years. It's always an improvement. Every single year is an improvement. It never goes backwards. No matter what anyone says, it does not go back. Go play a previous year. Find find me things that were better than they are now, other than region faces. Right. Um. So it's always an improvement, but I think it comes down to the word significant. Is it a significant enough improvement? And this year, this year. It's, it's very difficult it's not but i'll still get immense value for money for it so so am i just a massive hypocrite in that sense i don't know i mean i think this year's probably better than most when it comes to the actual improvement in the but i'm a corporate show what would i know 
<laughs> finally outs himself at last viewers he's been, what people don't realize is he was formulated uh, just to break into the american market by sports interactive a few years ago yeah um as a content creator and he's now finally been people are seeing what he really is which is which is a corporate show Whereas i was I, yeah, I was made, in, not, I was made in a lab they uh they did a bunch of market research and decided i was okay. what the market needed you know now he's just speaking himself up viewers and i can't handle this so we're gonna have to move on uh <laughs> So football managers out, and I've had a terrible time, Z. You have, let's, yeah. Well, well, you just you just take this away because I I could try and explain how important this time of year is for the likes of us, but you know better than I. This yeah, this is very much. I've I've just this just occurred to me. This is very much going to be a worries me portion of the podcast. Um, so let's get. Let, I'll give you the rundown. So football manager release. On the night, it's a Thursday evening. I decide it's not going to come out tonight. It's too late. It's six o'clock. Never comes out after six o'clock. Very, very rarely. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been around. Uh, so I go to bed and then at half six, get told it might be out tonight. And I'm thinking, what do you mean? So I get out of bed. I do not feel well at this point. I can feel myself getting a sore throat. I'm panicking. So I've, I've, and I've dosed up all day on every, every throat treatment you can possibly have. Uh, the game comes out. I stream for a few hours. Feel feel awful. We have a call for about half an hour. Impromptu. That was good. We're adorable sometimes. Continue. Yeah. Um, and then the next day rolls around. And I don't feel too bad. My throat's a little sore. But I'm like, right, let's, let's crack out some videos. So I make a couple um, in preparation for, for, the, for the weekend. And then the plan at the start of any football manager is to upload quite a lot of videos that people you know are going to enjoy. Click on. Learn about the game with you as you go on. And uh, as someone that does sort of let's play stuff, playthrough stuff, uh, getting those out in quite mass quantity early in the cycle, quite important for growth that could help you out th throughout the rest of the year. Um, I've not made, I've made one video in eight days. Mm. So, so, uh, so I've been, re I've been very ill. Yeah, my throat basically imploded. You can probably hear the very last of it now. Um, and then just when you think it's over just i made a video on monday Z. i was like i'm back everybody we're back for more um i threw up on tuesday morning my son's really ill um, and has been ill for the sort of the last three weeks because he keeps going to nursery and bringing back diseases so and, and then giving them to me because i've not been out in two years well i say two years 10 years i keep get, i keep getting implanted with different diseases that <laughs> i've not been exposed to before so i just keep being really ill um Spent all day in bed yesterday. Slept for nine hours yesterday, just during the day. Didn't go to bed until like four in the morning. It's great, Z. Honestly, I feel so good about it. If this is, if this is encouraging people to have kids, then I'm surprised. Well, you're here now, though. So we are back recording the podcast, at least. I made a commitment, mate. I made a commitment. I knew that I couldn't just sit. I can't sit around doing nothing forever. But if I look and feel dreadful, then I probably, like, video-wise, it's not a great first impression. Whereas, you know, the listeners of this show already know I'm a complete mess. So... I feel like nothing is nothing's new here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing's so, so, new here. So as as a percentage, I love my percentages. As a percentage, I've had about a three percent good start to the year this year. Everyone, so really good. Fortunately, we've got some good plans in the future that are hopefully going to improve improve my life. Um, but yeah, quite a, quite a pivotal point in the year, and um, I've I've not been very well. Well, the actual game comes out in in six days, so there is that to yes. look forward to. Well, I get to start my big my big new project behind the scenes. I've I've got lots going on, sort of in preparation for that, so that's exciting. But it's also a bit of a fear of, well, what if I'm ill then as well? 
because it's just uh, now now I just live in fears. <laughs> My whole life is a shambles. <laughs> I'm like I'm like it's like Jurassic Park and the illnesses, the dinosaurs, and I'm I'm running around a world which I do not I'm do not feel safe in. Um, but yeah, I guess we're just we're just gonna plow on, aren't we? We're just gonna carry on and pretend it's not happening. Everything's going to be fine. On the plus side, I've not made any videos for people to get angry about. So that's true. There, 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 there's the flip side of the coin where you could be me. Well, so I, I guess that begs the question: Would you have taken being ill, knowing that you wouldn't have received this backlash? I uh, know because I would have, anyways. I just, yes. I, I'm a sadist when it comes to like making videos and that sort of thing. And I also don't have a child, so I. Uh, I just kind of not push. yet. We've got to work on Mrs. Mrs. Shannon at some point. Forgot about that. Oh we'll right, yeah. Are you supposed to? I don't even know what you mean by that, honestly. Well, I'm thinking we we line up a list of candidates for people that would potentially get into a, a relationship with you long term, <laughs> and we and we and I interview them live on the podcast while you're here. This is coming from the same person that attempted to interview my ex girlfriend to learn more about me. I'd also like to do that as well. I also think that the only way that that could be improved if we have me you your mum and future mrs shannon on the podcast i think listeners would love that love this idea and then we can we can really find out if she's right for you or not that's like the crucible that's the final test i think yeah if she can get past me your mum then i think at that point give her the world do you know what i mean <laughs> if, if, we, if we believe that she can make our little Zealand happy, then oh I think that's yeah. My, I'm really happy that I could uh, bring her before my parents on a podcast, and that was you know, perfect. Oh, well, let's not go that far. I mean, you know, but oh, actually, speaking of which, your mom's been sending me things again. Well, yeah, I mean, she, I, she actually sent me something. I know that comes. To she? The, she sent me some Halloween decorations. <laughs> Did you put those up? Well, they got here November first, so that was a little. Unfortunate, but I will eat so the chocolates. No, no. Oh, I, I'll eat the chocolates. Well, we've got little ghoulish lights now we can put up in the apartment. Okay. Actually, do you want? We've just had Halloween. Do you, America, you love Halloween, don't you, over there? Yeah, typically. We we can't we we pretend we do, but we can't be asked. Is, is the reality? We cannot be bothered. I didn't even know. No kids came and knocked on the door this year. Which was good because they'd have, I'd have caught something or they would. So I mean that's a good thing if anything. But no, I didn't have. We I think we're quite apathetic to to Halloween. Well, it's, generally. A, it's an American thing, isn't it? Yeah, we try to steal it. Yeah. Yeah, it's well. I mean, the United States obviously everybody just gets fired up and all the kids go running around and there's a bunch of parades and then you go get a bunch of candy and you go home. But I, uh, I I I don't. I mean, I don't know what Halloween's like in the rest of the world. I haven't I haven't sought that experience. I mean it's like everything ever when you compare the uk and america we do we do it but we do it on like a tenth of the budget and pretend it's as good that's kind of how we do it that tends to i think apart from christmas where we do go all out everything else we do is sort of like yeah i guess we'll do that whereas for you guys it's like let's go woo isn't it it's very different yeah it's everybody putting up the spider webs and you know in new york everybody dressed up and going all over the place and yeah i don't like i don't like dressing up i don't really like horror films generally so the idea of people being scary i don't approve of <laughs> i would i would rather so, everybody be bland and not scary well no i, no, I really would i think that's why england is perfect for me see, because it's just a <laughs> sea of bland Oh. Of people, but no, I'm not a fan of. I'm generally not a fan of. of is horror one of your favorite genres of film? No, it, it, it's not. But I, I don't think that plays into. You know, I was a lumberjack and an '80s skier for Halloween this year. So I mean, it's not like I was trying to scare the bejesus out <laughs> I mean, of somebody with one of those. Wait, did you go to a Halloween party? 
Well, you 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 know your friends have Halloween get-togethers, and you go and you drink like punch or something. So are you already are you already mingling with the citizens of New York? You've not been there that long. No, but I, the thing about New York, if you're American, I think in particular, is there's just some people that you know in your life that end up moving there for work at some point, and so then when you move there, i.e., my like me now. I yeah. you just already know some people that live here, and so you just kind of right. start hanging out with them. Wow! So you've just been just been perusing around different Halloween parties. Couldn't I couldn't think of a better word? Yeah, perusing. I was perusing <laughs> around different Halloween parties. I love the idea of that. See, again, that's we're not. Oh, it just doesn't even compute for English people. Seeing people you don't know that well, I feel like because if you're, do you know, how old do you know this person? Uh, I, this person's actually the, per, the, the Halloween thing that I went to was my roommate, one of my roommates, friends from high school and college and so on. And okay. So, so they were, so there's pretty good rapport there already. Yeah. You with with my roommate. Yeah. I, I met him probably a month ago. Oh yeah. But yours even the Callan Shannon. You, you, you don't, you don't walk into buildings. Do you, you strut? I, <laughs> I strut i strut on camera i'm a pretty pretty normal guy just walking around you know <laughs> i'm not, I'm not, I'm not cannoning my way into a buildings i cannon my way into online chat rooms that's do you wow you cannon your way onto your own youtube channel this week yeah well i know i, I cannoned my way into the comments yeah I, I mean, i'm sure i guess we'll talk in future podcasts we'll talk more about football but we don't we are using yeah, we really we really session. just talked yeah this was uh this was more of a football manager kind of content episode but yeah to be honest the other the, things are kind of going the same in the actual like soccer world aren't they yeah, the good teams are good. Man United are funny. Yeah, Arsenal are quite are good. Funny. Arsenal, Arsenal fans are listening to this going, flip, one week, we're actually good again. Yeah. And, <laughs> no, and they're not even talking about us. Arsenal's fine. They, they've they done what Man United kind of hopes it'll be able to do, which is, you know, the coach is on the brink, but then all of a sudden you start putting a few results together and then things seem to be okay. But I, I yeah, full full credit to them. Congratulations. Not congratulations to Barcelona. No, they're funny as well, though, aren't they? Because they've got rid of their, their boss. Although Conte's at Tottenham. Should we briefly talk about that? That's quite new. That's quite new news, isn't it? You've got to be honest, Ben. I was taking a sip of my smoothie when you asked me that I question. I could tell, yeah. I don't know if the listeners could tell. Do not cut out, Reese. I mean, he's just halfway through. He's like, I'm going to take it. He's talking <laughs> I about Tottenham. I made a Clearly. smoothie for breakfast. What is it? Why? What? What's in the right? Well, hang on. We're not moving past this. For listeners of this show, need to know what's in the smoothie. Uh, it is strawberries, blueberries, um, peanut butter, and almond milk. No, no, no. Oh. I can't have that. I can't. Oh. I can't go near it. I've got. No, I've got severe nut allergies. So. Oh, you're one of those. What do, you, what do you mean? What are, whoa, why have you said it like that for? One of those. Oh, no, when you get on, on a plane, on when you get on a plane. Yeah, I knew you'd go for the plane no, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always the plane thing. So you get on the plane and then the, the, the stewardess is, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, yeah, restrain right. you can't, yourself you can't see, from consuming you can't see any peanuts. Uh, Despite I how ill I I threw my arm out in fury. You know when you do that, when you're like, I can't believe it. As soon as you went for the plane thing, I threw my arm out like, no, I won't have this. This is like this emotionally scarring moment because you're the person that yeah. like nobody can eat peanut butter on the plane when you're on the no, plane. I've got, I've got some great nut allergy anecdotes, to be honest. I've got all my nut allergy experiences of, of yeah, good, good stories. What can I tell you? You know, I actually, uh, I actually, I was absent from this high school. I was absent from school for one day in the first week. 
and I ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day in this class for like three months. Every After day. that, every day. Well, it's my. This is high school. My mom would make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and my Whoa. lunch because public school in the United States is messed up. My lunch was like one p.m. And so I had the last lunch period. And so I just get starving in this class and just eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich now. And then, you know, eat whatever heinous school lunch I had at 1 p.m. But I was from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. is a very long time to wait to eat. So I would just eat in this class. And the day that I missed was when the like health official of our high school came into the class and said, all right, we have somebody with a severe peanut allergy in this class. And so you shouldn't eat any peanut anything don't like you know don't even think about peanuts in this class and so that girl i it was see she sat right in front of me in this class you didn't hang on i don't know where this is going no well yeah you don't know where it's going but she literally was sitting up there and good friend of mine like we we'd known each other we were sitting next to each other in the freaking class uh and she just goes does anybody else smell like peanut butter and this is after three months. I mean, this was like a long, and I went, I went like, yeah, I'm eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And she was like, you got to put that away like right now. And I was like, oh, why? I had no idea. <laughs> and and it, 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 there was a certainly, there was like me for a time. I was like, this definitely feels like a mental thing. Cause it wasn't a problem until she like noticed that I was eating a PB and J sandwich behind her because I'd done this every day for three months and she just didn't know what was going on. But like, obviously it's a physical thing. But it so was you, just, so you knew you yeah, knew and you nothing, knew she you couldn't you couldn't do it but you thought I'll just I'll just no test no no, the, no 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 I did not know I missed the day oh so the day you were off yes. she came in and revealed the allergy yes. and you were just sitting there peanut buttering away the whole yes. time yeah no God who do you yeah, think so I you, am no if somebody tells me that like, <laughs> no sorry I I heard the story as if like you weren't there she turned up but then you knew about the allergy oh and no no no, like, no 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 you don't really have an allergy no goodness that's the worst part of society if you're one of the people that that does that sort of thing but it was like an accidental experiment almost no i had no idea that izzy had like a peanut allergy that was her name and sorry she, izzy huh i'm just saying sorry to izzy because yeah. i feel like someone oh. should apologize yeah well <laughs> i obviously did profusely <laughs> i thought i almost killed her every day yeah, for three stop, months stop opening your mouth stop opening your mouth i can smell it please yeah stop apologizing. No, and, and, and for her to smell it i was like yeah i thought if you smelled it you were already dead like no nah, smelling it is the worst though because then you start get yeah because then your throat starts to coil because you're like oh god it's near it's terrible. It's, ter- it's terrible. A, a horror film about a peanut butter sandwich eating boy called Zealand would be the worst thing I could experience. Yeah, just me just munching, sitting there in my vans yeah. in high school, all edgy and in history class. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. No, I had, I had, a, I had a, I won't go into full detail unless you request more information, but I had a severe reaction in Disneyland Paris to, to nuts once. Well, that, that sounds was... funny. Isn't that just EpiPen to the thigh and then... No, I didn't have an EpiPen at this point. It was pre-proper diagnosis. So, oh yeah, it's, 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 that, it is as exciting as it sounds. Um, yeah. I'll give you the brief rundown. Okay. I, had, I had had a chocolate brownie. They did like a set menu of like hot dog, brownie, drink. Uh, and I thought it had white chocolate. It turned out it was almond in the brownie. Um, and this is a point where I didn't really know about the problem. Went on the Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean ride felt a little bit th- do you know what i mean a little bit th- do you know what you get what you get that <laughs> i i think <sighs> you like you couldn't quite breathe throaty. well or something 
Yeah, but I'm thinking it's fine. My mum and I'm there with my cousins as well. They're a little bit older than me. My mum and dad have got uh, my, my, me and my younger sister, but we're all staying at the same place. So they're like, we're going to go now. Get to around seven o'clock. We're going to go. Uh, if you want to go on a few more rides, you do that and we'll see you back back later on. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be cool. You know, when you're a bit younger, you're like, I'll stay up later. This is going to be great. Uh, but my throat is still in agony at this point. But I'm not saying anything because I'm doing that child thing of, I'm, I'm 15, say child thing. Uh, where I'm not going to admit the problem I'm having because I'm trying to have fun. So they leave. We go on the Indiana Jones ride, um, which is, it does a loop for those that are curious. If you've been to Disneyland Paris, you'll know this. Have you ever been? No, I grew up in, oh, I grew well. up in Florida next to like the, the Disney ah, yeah. world. Don't, don't come to Disneyland Paris. You'll only be disappointed. Um, yeah, so anyway, we go on that ride. I get off that. I say to my auntie and uncle, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm having like a nut allergy reaction. Uh, they ring my parents. For anyone that's been to Disneyland Paris, you'll know that the parade starts at about seven o'clock. So mom and dad can't get back into the park or through the parade. So we have to sort of like wade through the parade uh, to get out and eventually get some some treatment uh, from my mum. My mum packs like notoriously packs everything when we go away to do anything. So she's got like a full medicine cabinet. Uh, so she's she's popping out the. I can't think what it would have been now. Um, is it, oh, a, this, is this, it Benadryl? Is it is something reduced it's like, swelling? Yeah, it's, or... it's like it's, I think it's Pyroton. It's called, um, but it's like Benadryl. Yes, a similar similar thing, but Pyroton. And I was just sipping Pyroton for about four hours. Um, yeah, it was it was it wasn't great. I also had an allergy reaction when I went on a, uh, a course to be a doorman slash event steward, and th that's not the place to have a nut allergy. Because it's a bit embarrassing. Well, again, we'll come to that story another time. If the listeners <laughs> request it, I'll have to give you the blow I, by uh, blow. Yeah, no, I'm only allergic to YouTube comments. So that's my only you, Have you actually got any allergies? Uh, no, I will. I am. <laughs> I'm minorly allergic to almost everything, but it's not in a major way. And so I just kind Hold of on, ignore sorry. it. Right. You, you can't say... I'm not allergic to anything and then follow up with I'm minorly allergic to everything. No, no. Well, I so I well, I'm, I'm not allergic to i'm not actually allergic I, there's nothing that would cause Friendship? me to have an actual reaction what? love are you allergic to love or like just general love, kindness towards life, me the pursuit of happiness uh good film yeah good film <laughs> eat, eat, lo eat love and pray i'm allergic to all three but the <laughs> the that we're talking about Conte to Conte to spurs was the was the question yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's got an allergic reaction to success. So he's gotten there to try and cure it. Anyway, go on. Yeah, well, uh, well, he, they paid him half a million dollars a week. So I feel like they, they've gone all in to bring him me. in. I know, Good it's Lord. a lot. What I will say, what I, I who knows how it's going to end up working out because you, people can try and predict these things, but it's just very, it's too hard. Uh, but the Premier League in general is in a fantastic place as a league. The yeah. coaches that are going to be in this league, like in the Prem, it's crazy. And then the, the league has time. the league has a lot of balance. You've got West Ham, you've got Brighton, you've got teams that are like not supposed to be beating these big teams that are mm. consistently. Leicester has continued to hold on to its goodness. I mean, there's a lot of amazing coaches. There's a lot of great teams. The Premier League is really, really doing a great job of being the best league in the world right now. You got you got all that and Norwich. So good Woo! for my local team. Hey, Josh Sargent, let's go. Yeah, he looks like a man that's not played at this level before. Oh, it's a, it's a shame. He's just, he, he works hard. I, basically, Norwich, we won't get into the Norwich debacle. I could do, but let's not. We could spend too long on it. Um, 
so yeah thanks for informing us about all your allergies there i know the listeners were on on edge oh no i did um, an allergy test and everything came back like at the lowest level of reactiveness but it did come that's back amazing. at a level of reactiveness. That's you are like you're radioactive and so yeah and so, and so i was like does this really matter and he was like not not like super too much i was like okay because yeah, the cure would be have nothing ever yeah, well, it's it? also, it's like, okay, don't roll in the grass and don't eat yeast. And I'm like, what? Uh, can I just eat yeast and just, like, eat an Altoid and be fine? And then just, yeah, okay, whatever. That goes against your philosophy of getting that bread. Exactly. 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 Or, uh, it was funny because I did that allergy test. I was like 22 and I'd always never been allergic to anything. So I, I still just react. Like, I'm not, I'm not actually allergic to anything like Good. i my <laughs> yeah so it, it's okay although maybe we should start testing that as a feature on the podcast we'll give you the things that people are most allergic to and we'll just try you on all of them and, i'm, and I'm we'll, drinking we'll, peanut butter right now we can call it zealand reacts and it's not what people think <laughs> And here we dose oh. them with high levels of almonds. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, dear. Anyway, it's good to be back, listeners. Sorry it about is. the week break. Hopefully, I'll be fine. Yeah, if you don't hear from me, I'll assume the worst. Yeah, if you don't hear, I was going to say, if you don't hear from him, assume assume he's not fine. <laughs> oh, we, I've got to go. I've got to go stream. I know you've got to go sleep or something so that you can get back I to know, mate. fighting oh, yeah. strength. Yeah, I'm going to go leave some more comments on that video of yours. Oh, thanks. Is the, are these all your alt accounts that are, attempt, yeah, that yeah. are unsubscribing one, one from me time, for being mate. a shill? Yeah. One comment at a time. All right, oh, take care, everybody. Hope you're well. If you enjoyed the, I will say, if you enjoyed the podcast, can you just tweet me or Zealand, preferably me, uh, and just say, love the podcast this week, if you got to the end of it? I'd really appreciate that. Sorry. Yeah, all the way to the end. All the I way. I'd like to know who listens. I just, I'm just curious to who's listening. That's your demographics test. It works for me. All right. Yeah. See you guys next week. Right, Ben? maybe <sighs>